everybody, Jeff here with a brand new episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. And today we are kicking off the top left quadrant of the Hot Seat Tournament. This bracket has some truly heavy hitters, and today's guests are no exception. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with our first guest. You may know him from previous Pub Trivia Experience episodes. But Tim, Tim is back with us tonight. Tim, how you doing? What you drinking? And tell us a little bit about yourself. I am doing well, Jeff. How about yourself? Uh, I am doing, uh, frankly, doing pretty good for my night. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Uh, I am drinking my uh, my lemon water. I'm still trying to make sure I stave off my gout. So, you know, don't want any more flare-ups. Um, and a little bit about me. I am from Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am one of the hosts of this here podcast. And a fun fact about myself is I am related to the real life Dr. Frankenstein. Wow. wow. That is surprisingly interesting. Yeah. Johann Conrad <laughs> Dippel was an anatomist and an alchemist. And uh, the people in Darmstadt, Germany, believed he was experimenting with transferring the soul from one cadaver to another. And it's kind of up in the air, but some people believe that Mary Shelley based the book on him. Wow, that is. I wish yeah, I had a full claim to fame like that. <laughs> that that's fascinating, but I feel like if you think about it a little too deep, it gets pretty weird. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Well, we're glad to have you with us, and uh, wish you the best of luck in this tournament. But our other guest tonight, we've got Brittany with us for the first time here on the Pub Trivia Experience. Brittany, how are you doing? What's you drinking? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. It's Friday night. Can't complain. Um, I am drinking a beer from a local brewery called Black Horizon, where we host a trivia night a couple times a month, and it's called Stealing Sunshine, which is a blood orange sour ale. So, Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, that must have been what you, you did to us down here in Florida today, because our sunshine was gone. It was all rain. Uh, we we haven't had much here today, so if so if we stole it, someone else took it from us. So oh, we have well, it was ninety eight degrees and sunny here. Ninety eight degrees. What a great band. Yeah, I was <laughs> say, did you see Nick Lachey? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, so dreamy. Um, all right. Well, um, as I mentioned before, I'm Jeff. I'm going to be the host, and I am actually partaking myself in a, uh, a as it's well known around here, a bottle kill. Uh, I just killed one of the uh, Angel Envy port finished bottles uh, that I got sometime in the past year. I don't know. I acquired a bunch of bottles during the the COVID years and uh, just now starting to finish some of them. So I'll be partaking in that tonight as we lead us as I lead us along here. But this will be our first matchup in this quadrant of the tournament. We're going to be bouncing back and forth between each player um, and, and each quadrant i should say um each section's got eight players uh at the end of the tournament we're going to crown our first ever pub trivia experience hot seat tournament champion uh this is a big thing for us and uh i'm excited that you all can join us along the ride because this is going to be a lot of fun thanks i'm excited to be here yeah it's going to be fantastic here's how the game works our warm-up round is going to consist of five questions each each question is worth one point and is a simple yes or no question there's no punishment in this round for answering incorrectly. Um, you just go ahead and give your yes or no, and we move on to the next one. Then we'll move on to our main round, the Hot Seat Challenge. 
We'll again bounce back and forth between our guests for 30 minutes, answering as many questions correctly as you can. Each player will then receive the same number of questions worth one point each. So even if time runs out while one player has received an extra question, we'll still ask another question to even everything out. Uh, Again, there's no punishment in this round for answering incorrectly. Our final round today is our wager round. The contestants will have an opportunity to spread out their points that they've earned as they wish across three separate categories. They can wager any number of their points, as many or as little as they'd like, but they cannot exceed the amount of points they have entering the round. This is the only round in which a contestant can lose points for an incorrect answer. So you'll make sure that you'll want to uh, use some sort of logic in your wagering. We're still not sure the best logic, but some logic makes sense. After those three questions, we'll have our winner, who will then move on to the next round, while the loser goes home. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Well, as we talked before the show, Tim, you were selected to go first. Our warm-up game today is what MLB Stadium's home team have their dugout on the third base side. So, for example, if I said the Marlins, the answer would be yes. They have their dugout on the third base side of the field. Um, Again, if you don't know, flip a coin. Yes or no is all we're looking for here. Go ahead and get it kicked off with our first one, Tim. The Diamondbacks. Oh, man. I don't watch uh, baseball outside of the Guardians. And uh, the Guardians rarely play the Diamondbacks, let alone in Arizona. Um, I'm going to hazard a guess and say no, that they have it on the first base side. The Diamondbacks have theirs on the third base side of the field. Up next, White Sox. Living in the Chicagoland area, I feel like I should have a home field advantage on this, except I've never been to a White Sox game. So um, I'm going to say it's on the first base side. So no. The White Sox are on the third base side. (sighs) Okay. Over to you, Tim. The Cardinals. I distinctly feel like I have seen Tony LaRussa particularly on the first base side in a Cardinals jersey. So I'm going to say no, it is not on the third base side. And the St. Louis Cardinals are not on the third base side. You pick up the first point today. Our next one over to Brittany is the Angels. Uh, okay. So the redundantly named Los Angeles Angels. Of Anaheim. Of Anaheim, yeah. Um, that's not the redundant part, though. Uh, I will say, yes, they are on the third base side. The Angels are on the third base side. You pick up your first point there. Thanks, Angels in the outfield. (laughs) (laughs) Moving over to our fifth one, and Tim, the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox are a third base side. The Boston Red Sox are not a third base side. Oh. Uh, Over to Brittany. The sixth question is the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, 
I'm going to say they are not a third base side. And you would be correct. The Rays are not a third base side. You pick up another point. Over to Tim. Uh, Seattle. Is Seattle on the third base side? Okay. So I'm fairly certain they've built a new stadium since then. But I have distinct memory of 1995 ALCS and watching, was it Joey Cora crying at the in the third base dugout after the then Cleveland Indians knocked them out to go to the World Series? So I'm going to say they're a third base side. Seattle is not on the third base side. Uh, back over to Brittany, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. I know that the team originally came from Brooklyn um, and they were named because of trolley Dodgers. Uh, none of that helps me determine what side their dugout is on. So I'm going to say that, yes, they are a third base team. And the Los Angeles Dodgers are a third base team. Uh, back over to Tim, we've got the Kansas City Royals. At this point, you know, we've had so many that aren't. I'm going to say that they are. And unfortunately, you'd be incorrect yet again. Of Royals are not. <laughs> and we're going to go over to Brittany with the Athletics. Okay, I think they're in Oakland. And so far, we've had a California team that is in one the other one that is too. So I'm going to say is not. Oh, should have kept going with the logic. The athletics uh, are okay. also on the third base side. Just thought they'd want to be different. <laughs> oh, they're different. All right. They don't like spending money. <laughs> all right. Well, we are nice and warmed up now. Uh, Brittany's got a lead of three to Tim's one. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick ad break. And then we'll dive right into our hot seat round. All right. Our next question in the category of self-care with products such as the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the crop reviver, and more. This company is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Oh, yeah. I, I can lock in. Chris is locked in. Jeff, go ahead and talk it out. Ah, Chris. Yeah, you barely, barely beat me to it. When I think of men's below the belt grooming, there's only one name I ever think of. Manscaped. Jeff is locked in with Manscaped. Chris, what do you have? Yeah, uh, I had Manscaped as well. I think this one's pretty easy. Um, I've used their Lawnmower 4.0, and I got to tell you, man, like this is a fantastic product. A lot of things that I love. I love the fact that it's waterproof. I love the fact that the ceramic blade actually feels good. Like there's no chopping or danger or anything like that. I love the feel of it. Um, and the thing that to me is like the most handy, and I love, I never thought I would have needed this in one of these, but. That LED light is insanely intuitive. Like, I, I never thought I would have thought I needed it, but it makes everything so much easier. So for me, I want a clean shave everywhere. Manscaped. All right. Both players have locked in with Manscaped as the best in men's below the waist grooming. 
And the correct answer is Manscaped. That's right. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And right now, listeners can go to Manscaped.com and enter promo code PTE for 20% off and free shipping. That's Manscaped.com, promo code PTE. Manscaped, join the over 4 million people who trust Manscaped with their goods. All right. You guys ready for the hot seat? Let's do this. I think so. All right. Same thing. We're going to go ahead and get started with Tim. And I'm going to start the timer as soon as I finish reading the first question. Tim, what is a popular holiday dish that features a chicken stuffed inside a duck, stuffed inside a turkey? That would be the turducken. That would be the turducken, picking up a point. Brittany, popular in India, paneer is a type of what food? Cheese. It is a type of cheese. Over to Tim. Henry Dunant, founder of the International Committee of the Red Cross, was the first recipient of what prestigious award in 1901? Nobel Peace Prize. It was the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, Brittany, which desperate housewives actress first name is also a noun meaning happiness? Felicity. It is Felicity. Well done. Tim, what classic comic strip character is known for the catchphrase, Leapin' Lizards? Would that be uh, Calvin? Uh, I'm sorry, we were looking for Little Orphan Annie. Over to Brittany. In addition to golf, what other pro sport also hosts a well-known tournament called the U.S. Open? Tennis. Tennis it is. Over to Tim. After picking his running mate for vice president, who wrote in his diary... It was my decision, and I blew it. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, John McCain. Uh, well, I believe that would be something that would happen. It was actually George H.W. Bush. Okay. Uh, over to Brittany. In which year did Valentina Tereshkova, a Russian cosmonaut, become the first woman in space? 1962? 1963 or 1983? 1963. 1963 is what we were looking for. Uh, over to Tim. What is the name of the rare second full moon in a single month? Uh, the new moon. It does rhyme with new moon, but we were looking for the blue moon. Oh, I thought Blue Moon was a, yeah. Over to Brittany. Since 1963, to serve and protect, let me rephrase that. Since 1963, to protect and to serve has been the official motto of which of these organizations? The NSA, the U.S. Army, or the LAPD? LAPD. LAPD is correct. Over to Tim. Which French general sent the key to the Bastille to... To George Washington in 1790. Repeat that one more time. Which French general sent the key to the Bastille to George Washington in 1790? Oh, I'm just going to say Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, we were looking for Marquis de Lafayette. Do the rap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brittany. Uh, what retail chain is named for a prudish English queen? 
uh, what retail chain? British English Queen. Probably something with Victoria. I'm just going to say Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. And she got there. <laughs> Victoria's Secret is what we were looking for. <laughs> Over to Tim. What director's 1989 film, Parenthood, was adapted into a TV series twice? Once in 1990 and once in 2010. Read the first part again. What director's 1989 film, Parenthood, was adapted into a TV series twice? Rob Reiner. Uh, We were looking for Ron Howard. But you did get the R correct. Uh, Over to Brittany. In what European country is the city of Cologne famous for its perfume? Germany. That is, in fact, Germany. Uh, Over to Tim. The son of Charles V and Isabella of Portugal ruled a vast empire that included what archipelagic Southeast Asian country that is named for him? The Philippines? The Philippines is correct. Over to Brittany. What type of clothing is a monokini? It's a bathing suit. It is a bathing suit. Picking up another point. Over to Tim. What photographer is celebrated for her coffee table books of baby photos? Mm, The only celebrated photographer I could come up with is uh, Leibovitz. Uh, The one we were looking for was Geddes and Geddes. Uh, Over to Brittany. What Atlantic Ocean bordering state was the place where the first drive-in theater was built? New Jersey, Maryland, or Virginia? New Jersey. It was, in fact, New Jersey. Over to Tim. What state's capital and largest city sits on the shores of the Narragansett Bay? Narragansett. And you're looking for the state capital? Uh, We're just looking for the state. Oh, Massachusetts. No, it's Connecticut. No, it's Rhode Island. Anyway, I'm wrong. (laughs) Third time's a charm. We were looking for Rhode Island. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well done. Um, But you get no points. Yeah. Uh, uh, Over to Brittany. The website www.thefabricofourlives.com was created to support producers of what? I don't know. And all I can think is babies. And that doesn't seem like it would be a website, but I'm going to say babies. All right, babies is not what we were looking for. We were looking for cotton. Oh. Uh, Over to Tim. Popular with vacationing parents, a novelty souvenir item reads, my parents went to blank, and all I got was this lousy what? T-shirt. T-shirt is correct. Over to Brittany. In 1984, Huey Lewis sued Ray Parker Jr., claiming his theme song for Ghostbusters was a ripoff of which hit? Oh. oh, I've heard this. Uh, it's like something like don't s- don't stop or something like that. I can't think of it. 
Uh, we're going with Don't Stop. Yep. All right. Uh, that is not correct. We were looking for a Want a New Drug. That's it. All right. Our next question. What animalistic sound is sung through the eight sung through the 1978 Warren Zevon hit song Werewolves of London? What are you looking for? We are looking for the animalistic sound that is sung through the 1978 Warren Zevon hit song. Okay, a howl. I'll accept a howl. Um it was more like ah but you you get the point. It's a, I'll it's be the, the I'll be the one to embarrass myself. It's fine. <laughs> All right, over to Brittany. When checking your account balance in countries like Spain or Turkey, remember that periods are replaced by what? Commas. Commas is correct. Uh, over to Tim. In what cooking technique do you place food in a plastic bag, then cook it slowly in temperature-controlled water? Oh, my. I know this. I've seen it. And all I can come up with is blanching, and I don't think that's right. Uh, what we were looking for is sous vide. Over Great to Brittany. Uh, so I've heard. Yeah. Uh, over to Brittany. What popular Austrian-born World War II pinup was also a brilliant inventor who worked to help the war effort against the Axis powers. Uh, Hedy Lamar. Hedy Lamar is correct. And we are almost 10 minutes in here. Right now, Brittany's got a lead of 14 to Tim 6. Uh, over to Tim. Which of these deserts is by far the coldest, with temperatures known to fall as low as minus 40 degrees? The Gobi? Sahara or Kalahari? I'm going to go with the uh, Kalahari. We were looking for Gobi. All right, Brittany, what crime occurs when businesses conspire to control the market? Uh, Capitalism? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, close. We were looking for collusion. Ah. All right. Back over to Tim. But, but I do like oh. her answer. <laughs> felt like it was not wrong, but hey. Uh, Tim, half of the world's population lives on a staple diet of what grain? Rice. Rice is correct. Uh, Brittany, a type of political fundraising group that can raise and spend unlimited money is called a what? A super PAC. But the C doesn't stand for crime. It's just a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super PAC is correct. Uh, Tim, in 2016, which itsy bitsy teeny weeny article of women's clothing celebrated its 70th birthday? Um... Okay, I mean, it's probably just asking for bikini, but the song is yellow polka dot bikini. Uh. Well, if I could, I'd give you extra points, but we were only looking for bikini. So okay. one one point to you. 
Take uh, back one. over to <laughs> back over to Brittany. Uh, suffered by many babies, colic is an unexplained condition characterized by long bouts of what? Uh, crying. Crying is correct. Back over to Tim. What is studied in entomology? Okay. Entomology. I'm trying to remember the joke. It's it's either what? It's the origin of words. Entomology is the study of insects. I went the over wrong way on that one. <laughs> Over to Brittany, what animated TV miser was arrested when a Vermeer painting stolen in a real art heist in Boston was found in his mansion? Can you repeat that, please? Sure. Which animated TV miser was arrested when a Vermeer painting stolen in a real art heist in Boston was found in his mansion? Uh, Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck, I feel like, was a good guess, but we were looking for Montgomery Burns. Mr. Burns. It's a Simpsons thing. It is. I had to look it up. I don't watch Simpsons either. It's... (laughs) (laughs) All right, over to Tim. What is the name of the internet community established in 2009 that is built around funding creative projects? Kickstarter. Kickstarter is correct. Over to Brittany. Said by Sigmund Freud to determine personality, which of these is not one of his three agencies of the mind? Ego, superego, or super id? Super id. Super id is correct. Over to Tim. In 1872, Susan B. Anthony was arrested in Rochester, New York, for illegally doing what? Voting. Voting is correct. Over to Brittany. What is the name of the digital currency established in 2009 with no central authority or middlemen? Bitcoin. Bitcoin is correct. Over to Tim. Tilapia is a popular variety of what? Fish. Fish is correct. Over to Brittany, in his memoir, George W. Bush reveals his all-time low in office was hearing what rapper's harsh post-Katrina comments? Uh, Kanye West. Kanye West is correct. Tim, what powdered substance is put in hot water to make the drink matcha? What powdered substance? What powdered substance is put in hot water to make the drink matcha? Cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine is not what we were looking for. We were looking for green tea. All right. After 15 minutes, Brittany is still in the lead with 19 to Tim's 11. Over to Brittany. Since Greek times, valerian root has been used to treat what condition? Uh, fever. 
Uh, the answer we're looking for is insomnia. Uh, over to Tim. Inspiring a character in a Robert Redford film, Buck Praneman is known for his ability to whisper to what animals? Buck Braneman. Deer. Buck Braneman was known for his ability to whisper to horses. Over to Brittany. What is the name of the Soviet astropup on board Sputnik 2, which was launched on November 3rd, 1957? Um, rocket. Uh, the answer we were looking for is Laika. Over to Tim. Fittingly, the first Philly's basement was located below a store called Philly or Philly's in what big city? Philadelphia. Uh, the answer was Boston. Over to Brittany. Which two laner, dubbed the Mother Road by John Steinbeck, is the highway Dust Bowl migrants took to reach Cali in the 1930s? Route 66. Route 66 is correct. Over to Tim. According to a popular seven-note tune, a shave and a haircut costs how much money? Two bits. Two bits is correct. Back to Brittany. Space Invaders was a hit when it hit arcades in 1978. But it wasn't until what video game in 1980 that it had a rival in popularity? Galaga? Uh, the answer we're looking for is Pac-Man. Oh. Over to Tim. Which of these is equal in number to the number of items in a baker's dozen? Mountains over 8,000 meters, original U.S. colonies, or Jesus' disciples? Okay, original U.S. colonies. Original U.S. colonies is correct. Back to Brittany. In a U.S. presidential election, if there is a tie in the number of electoral votes won by each candidate, who chooses the president? The House Majority Leader in the Senate? Uh, no. I'm going to go with that is incorrect. We were looking for the House of Representatives. Ah. Uh, back over to Tim. Which U.S. president appears on the front of the $2 bill? Okay. Um, I believe that that is where Jefferson is located. You believe correctly. Picking up another point. Moving just a bit closer. Uh, over to Brittany. Who saved George Washington's portrait from the White House when the British attacked during the War of 1812? It is attributed to Dolly Madison, although it's believed it was actually one of her slaves. So, but Dolly Madison gets the credit. And you get the point. Over to Tim. On the internet, the abbreviation LOL stands for what? Well... I mean, it's either laugh or laughing out loud. That is correct. Picking up a point. Over to Brittany, which African-American actor won the Oscar for Best Actor in 2002? 
a feat that hadn't occurred since Sidney Poitier won in 1963. Denzel? Or Denzel Washington? It is, in fact, Denzel. Back over to Tim. Featured in the popular Chinese dish lo mein. Mein means what in Chinese? Uh, I'm going to say noodles. Noodles is correct. Back over to Brittany. According to astronomers, what is the longest day of the year in the Northern Hemisphere? Uh that work day that you're really just keen to leave. <laughs> so close and probably correct part of the time, but we were looking for summer solstice. Right. <laughs> uh, over to Tim. By definition, what does a gamekeeper keep? I mean, like the grounds, like, like the stadium. Sure, soccer field type thing. Uh, a gamekeeper, the answer we're looking for is animals. Oh, that type of game, duh. All right, back over to Brittany. Placing a blanket over a fire extinguishes it by robbing the flame of what? Oxygen. Oxygen is correct. Over to Tim. In 2003, R&B singer Keyless released a hit single named after what tasty treat? Um, milkshakes. Milkshakes are correct. Picking up a point there. Back over to Brittany. Which beings, according to a Yule movie, try to stick to the four main food groups? Candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. Elves. Elves is correct. Like one of my you, top you 10 favorite movies. <laughs> you guys can't see that, but she got super excited as that question was being read. When I read through these questions earlier, I was pretty excited about that question, too. All I right, over to me like Buddy the Elf. So everyone really should. Back over to Tim. Which animal was adopted by the Medici family as a symbol for their motto? Make haste slowly. We'll go with the turtle. Turtle. Turtle is correct. Well done. Over to Brittany. As Mike the Situation Torrentino must know, six-pack abs are formed by which of the abdominal muscles? Um, I don't have them, so this is going to be a guess. But I'm going to say the abdominal flexors. We were looking for the rectus abdominis. Ah. Moving over to Tim. Which of these shoe styles traditionally has soles made of rope? Espadrilles, moccasins, or earthing? Made of rope? We'll go with the first one. <laughs> I'm not going to try to pronounce it. Espadrilles, yes. Yeah, that one. That is correct. Okay. The first one. (laughs) Uh, Over to Brittany. What kitchen utensil is often found in four-sided and six-sided versions? Kitchen utensil, four-sided and six-sided? Four-sided and six-sided. 
a cake pan? Ah, uh, no. We were looking for a grater. Oh. A cheese grater. Over to Tim. Performed to assist breathing, a tracheotomy is a surgery on what part of the body? The the throat? The neck? What, I mean, how specific do you want it to be? Uh, I'm going to make you be a little more specific than that. Okay. The airway. The airway. Uh, I'll give it to you. We're looking for windpipe, but I think neck and airway is good enough. <laughs> All right. Over to Brittany. Diets that incorporate the eating habits of Greece, Spain, and Italy are fiddling, fiddling, are fittingly referred to as what? Mediterranean diet. Mediterranean diet is correct. Over to Tim. What is the term for the technology used in the apps? Erasma, Ingress, and Pokemon Go. It's uh, augmented reality. Augmented reality is correct. Back over to Brittany. What in what country did F. Scott Fitzgerald complete the gate the Great Gatsby? Cuba. He actually completed it in France. With just under five minutes left, Brittany still has a lead with 25, but Tim is catching up now with 21. As we go back to Tim, which of these professional sports leagues does not include a team from Canada? The NFL, NBA, or MLB? The NFL. The NFL is correct. Over to Brittany. In the Olympics, a decathlon has how many more events than a triathlon? Seven. Seven is correct. The first ancient Olympic Games to be documented were held in what country in 776 BCE, Tim? Greece. Greece is correct. Over to Brittany. Which type of nut puts the rocks in haagen Rocky Road ice cream? Peanuts. Uh, we were looking for almonds. Back over to Tim. The first Chinese NBA All-Star ever, Yao Ming, retired in 2011 after spending eight seasons with what team? The Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets is correct. Over to Brittany. Which of these phrases does not appear in the famous last line of the Gettysburg Address? By the people, from the people, or of the people? From the people. From the people is correct. Back over to Tim. The Victoria Falls are located on the border between Zimbabwe and which other southern African country? Um, Zambia? Zambia is correct. Back over to Brittany. College students interested in science commonly take a class known as gross what? Negligence. Uh, we were looking for anatomy. <laughs> ah. Back over to Tim. What country was the first to send warplanes to Libya in March 2011 in support of the ouster of Libyan strongman Mamar Gaddafi? 
You said in support of Gaddafi? In support of the ouster of Libyan oh. strongman. Um, I'll say Israel. Uh, we were actually looking for France. With two minutes left, Brittany is at 27. Tim catching up with 25. Here we go. Brittany, what R&B singer won five 1998 Grammys, including Best New Artist and Album of the Year, despite her questionable education? Uh, Alicia Keys? Uh, we were That's looking for question. Lauren Hill. Okay. That's a good question. Uh, over to Tim. Which of these is not a name for an 11-sided polygon? Undecagon, Dodecagon, or Hindecagon? Dodecagon. Dodecagon. Dodecagon is correct. Over to Brittany. In a V8 car engine, which of these components is arranged in a V-shaped pattern? Crankshaft, cylinder, or pumps? Cylinder. Cylinder is correct. Over to Tim. Founded in 1754, what is New York City's oldest library? The New York Public Library. Sorry, we were looking for the New York Society Library. Over to Brittany. Popular in Russia, samovars are used primarily to do what? Keep your hands warm. Oh, that was close. It was actually boil water. Hmm. Uh, over to Tim. Opposed by Apple, using unapproved software on your iPhone is popularly referred to as what? Sideloading. Uh, I'm sorry, we were looking for jailbreaking. Back over to Brittany. Spin Cycle, Scary Go Round, and Rib Rage are all events on what hit TV game show? Can you repeat? Uh, sure. Spin Cycle, Scary Go Round, and Rib Rage are all events on what hit TV game show? Squid Game. I'm sorry, that is Wipeout. Uh, over to Tim. What world-famous building has a roof that is reportedly inspired by the sections of an orange? Sections of an orange? World-famous building. Uh, the Burj Khalifa. Uh, I'm sorry. We were looking for Sydney Opera House. Oh, okay. That oh, makes sense. Okay. I can see. Uh, and we are now out of time, but we do need to catch up. Brittany gets one last question here. Uh, let's see. Prior to his career as a TV journalist, George Stephanopoulos was a White House advisor to what U.S. president? Um, Bill Clinton. William Jefferson Clinton is correct. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So with that, we end our hot seat with a score of Brittany with 29 and Tim making quite a comeback with 26. Nice job. Well done. Well done. I just want to point out that that Lauren Hill question was fantastic because that album was called The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Oh, that's see mm -hmm. if I picked up on that. That's like that, that was a really good question. Here. I just yeah, that was a that was awesome. I just didn't pick up on it. <laughs> yep, but 
we are now getting ready to dive into our final round. For our wager round tonight, your three categories are musicals, restaurants, and science. Now I'm going to give you a few minutes. You can go ahead and split up your points as you wish. Uh, reminder, Brittany, you have 29, and Tim, you have 26. Go ahead and place place your wagers based on those three categories. Um, and while you guys are figuring that out, I'm going to go ahead and take a chance to tell us uh, to follow us all on social media at Pub Trivia Experience uh, on Instagram and uh, Facebook. On Twitter, we are Pub Trivia Pod because they don't have enough characters for our whole name. You can also go ahead and join us on our Facebook group, The Lounge, fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology, um, as well as if you'd like to join us over at Patreon. Uh, we have got a Patreon with a good group of people over there uh, with a whole bunch of bonus content at patreon.com slash PTE. BB. That's patreon.com slash PTEBB. Uh, any and all support you give goes right back into you know equipment and anything we can do to make this experience great for you all. Um, so we appreciate anything that you are able to do. Um, and as a reminder, we are now sponsored by Manscaped, uh, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Join over 4 million people who trust Manscaped with their goods. Head over to manscaped.com and enjoy promo code PTE to get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, we really appreciate everything they've done for us so far and anything we can give back. Remember, 20% off. Pretty good deal. That's manscaped.com, promo code PTE. All right. You guys ready with your wagers? I am. Let's I do it. So. All right. Well, let's dive right in. Getting us started, our first question is in musicals. It is well known that the most expensive Broadway musical ever produced was Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. But what viridescent musical came in second, nearly $50 million cheaper? Go ahead, whenever you're ready, just tell me to lock in and the other person can talk it out. What was that word? I'm going to go ahead and assume that you meant viridescent. Can you spell that? I can. V-I-R-I-D-E-S-C-E-N-T. Locked in. All right, Tim. Let's hear your thoughts. Um, I have a feeling that that's a very big clue. And I've got nothing. Um... I've got nothing, so I'm just going to go with Les Mis. All right, Tim is locking in with Les Mis. Brittany, what did you go with? I think if I'm remembering correctly, viridescent means very colorful. So I locked in with Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Ah, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Both, I would say, fantastic musicals. Tim, what did you wager on that one? I wagered a big old zero. Big old zero for Tim. Brittany? I wagered eight. Wagered eight. The answer we were looking for, with viridescent meaning green or greenish, is actually Shrek the Musical. Oh. Well, shoot. Shrek the Musical, I believe, coming in at like $27 million, where Spider-Man was on just over $75 million to produce. Well, even if I had remembered what viridescent meant correctly, I would have said wicked in that case. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair Guess enough. I feel better about that. Our score update is Tim still with 26, Brittany with 21. Our second question is in restaurants. Our question is, what mid-range American restaurant was the first to open in Russia after the fall of the Soviet Union? All right, I locked in. All right, Tim is locked in. Brittany, let's hear your thoughts on this one. So mid-range, I would think of as kind of like a, you're going out for something more than fast food, so you're definitely sitting down, but it's not some place where you want to save up to go to on average. So I'm thinking something like a Applebee's, Red Lobster, Olive Garden, something in that range. And it was after the fall of Soviet Russia. I could see maybe they wouldn't want the color red associated with Russia, so maybe once it was no longer Soviet, Red Lobster opened a new place. So I'm going to say Red Lobster and lock it in. All right, lock it in with Red Lobster. Tim? Yeah, I was definitely thinking it was uh, probably some sort of sit-down, but not uh, super fancy or anything. Uh, So I went the opposite of fancy sit-down and thought it would be really funny if the first mid-range restaurant to open was Hooters. (laughs) That would be funny. Well, one of you was certainly close with your color selection. But the answer we were looking for is TGI Fridays. I think people forget how big of a uh, restaurant that was back in that time period. Kind of completely died out since then. Uh, Tim, what was your wager on that one? I wagered uh, four. Wagered four on that one, taking you down to 22. Brittany? I wagered six. Six, all right. Taking you to 15. All right, our final question here in a very close game is in science. Question is, what is the only known rock that floats? Locked in. All right, Brittany's locked in. Tim? I was just about to lock in. Um, For some reason, shale is jumping to mind. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say shale for uh, zero points. All right, Tim is locked in with shale for zero points. Brittany? I'm going to say pumice. All right, you said pumice. Now, Brittany, how much did you wager on this question? I wagered seven points. You wagered seven points. Well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The answer we were looking for is pumice. So we've got a tie. So we've got a tie here, folks. I called it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, um, what we do now is we basically uh, do a runoff. I guess I'm just kind of making this up as I go now. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we never actually planned for this. No, we certainly did not. Uh, Well done with the pumice call. But what we're going to do now... We're going to go ahead and do the same thing. I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to be closest to the pin. Um, Whoever answers closest, either above or below it, as long as we don't tie again, (laughs) uh, (laughs) will be our champion. Your question is, how many bathrooms are in the White House? Go ahead and lock in whenever you're ready. I'll go ahead and lock in. 
All right, Tim's locked in. Brittany, you can now talk it out. All right. I feel like I have heard this question before. I don't remember the answer off the top of my head. But I feel like it's a number that's higher than you think it is. So I think the White House has like three stories above ground. There's probably underground stories that at least have a couple bathrooms. I know there's the residential quarters that are kind of separate from the main building. That would have a few bathrooms. And since there's a lot of staff and assuming they use gendered bathrooms for every one male bathroom, there would be an equivalent female bathroom if they're still using that system. All of this to just run around and just go with something that's close to my gut and saying 85. All right, Brittany's locking in with 85. Tim, what did you come up with? I don't know why I couldn't get the, and it, I'm probably way low. I have a feeling Brittany's right on this or closer. For some reason, my mind couldn't get away from the number 22. Tim going with 22. Uh, which is, in fact, the amount of points that you both have. So I imagine <laughs> that might be why you could not get away from it. It wasn't, but... But fortunately for you, it was the closest. The answer we were looking for is 35. Wow, that's not enough bathrooms for that place. <laughs> which seems like a lot, but also maybe not enough for the White House. Yeah. Well, good job, okay. Tim. Well, that was a, a lucky guess. Congratulations, Tim. That was a wild game. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good game, Brittany. Well played. Yeah. No, it. like I told you earlier this week, I was pretty sure it could go either way. So. Um, yeah, I think you actually yeah. predicted the tie on Tuesday yeah. when we faced each other in Learned League. And yeah. we didn't even account for whether or not it would be a tie. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, you predicted a tie and no one warned me? I mean, yeah, Tim, this well, is on we, you. Yeah, on Tuesday we faced each other both in Learned League and WTF, and in WTF oh, wow. we tied. So yeah, it's like oh, well, there's be definitely a uh, metric for the recording. Yeah, there's definitely a a very equal matchup here because boy, that was, I mean, that was fun from my side, just keeping me on my toes. <laughs> but uh, congratulations, Tim! You will be moving on uh, to the next round, Brittany. Um, while we're sad to see you go, is there anything that you'd like to plug while you're here with us today? Uh, the floor is yours. Uh, as something I love to do, I am a host for Liquid Courage Entertainment, so definitely want to plug that. Uh, Jay writes amazing questions, and she's an amazing person, so love plugging everything she does. So Liquid Courage would be my plug, uh, whether you're local and can come see us live or play with us online. So. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, from what I've experienced just lightly on the outskirts, Liquid Courage seems like quite a uh, quite an awesome run uh, establishment there. So I uh, I appreciate that. But that's all for us here at the Pop- Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Tournament. Uh, join us next time for more tri- exciting trivia. Uh, but for the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been your host, Jeff. I've been Tim. And I've been Brittany. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next show.